to episode 21 of the Infused Joy podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, writer, coach, speaker, and brand new podcaster. In today's episode, we're continuing on with the theme of goal setting and follow through. In today's episode, we're specifically focusing in on the act of following through with your goals. So what needs to be in place to aid you in the path to success? The first piece of this is that I truly believe that all of the goal setting, all of the intention, all of the discipline in the world means nothing if you do not own the fact that everything you're doing is a choice. The way you show up in the world every day, the goals that you set for yourself, the way that you choose to approach those goals, it is all a personal choice. And of course, circumstances come into play, things happen, all of this, but when, I, when it really comes down to it, how we respond to our life is our own choose, choosing. We get to choose. So when you're creating your goals and you find yourself frustrated with not following through with them, a lot of times what happens is we start to treat our goals like this overpowering authority in our life. It's this thing that says, you are supposed to be doing this, don't you remember? And we start to resent it. And then we start to feel like we need to rebel against it. When instead, what I hope for you is to realize I at one point wanted this. And that I always have the freedom to decide if I still do or not. And if I don't, I don't have to do it anymore. Because it's my choice. But if I do, then it is my choice to pursue this. No one is telling me that I have to. No one is telling me that this is something that I must do or I'm a failure. It's a thing that I want for my life. So I will pursue it because it's the decision that I've made because it's a positive thing for me. The way that you get to this point first is to first get really clear on what the expectations that you hold for yourself are that you've adopted from other people. Like what are the things that you believe you should do because society said to, because your parents, because your partner or your friends, because someone else has said this is important. Um, But you actually aren't that concerned with personal. If you get really, really clear with yourself, it's not a priority for you. So it's really important that you get clear on what the expectations are so that you can more fully know what you truly expect from yourself and that you can make your goals and you can make your plans with your personal priorities in mind and knowing that beyond a shadow of a doubt, you are choosing choice. You're choosing choice. Ha, I like that. But you know what I mean? I, I'm saying that You always have a choice to continue or to quit, and either of those are things that you can own the responsibility of, and it's fine. If you choose to back off, that is fine. If you choose to continue, that is fine. If you have a hiccup along the way, that is totally okay. Just realign with the fact that everything that you do in your life is a choice, and you get to choose how you move forward from here. And one thing that this also helps you to do, it helps you to not pursue goals that aren't serving you anymore, but it also helps you to, when you mess up a little bit, when you don't quite follow through, it allows you the freedom to not just give up altogether. You can say, you know what? I chose not to follow through with that for a minute, but it is something that I want. And so I will choose to move forward in a positive direction. 
owning your choice is step number one. Number two is just understanding that most goals, they're not met because of some habit that we either need to build or break. So many times we think we can discipline ourselves into everything. We think if I just could get my life together, then I will have the things I want in my life. But we don't get specific enough. We don't say, we don't treat it with um, a degree of grace, right? Like this part of us that is running on autopilot because that's what it learned to do to just get through, that piece needs to be addressed. So say you set a goal to make $10,000 next month, but you have this habit of not putting yourself out there enough. So the thing that needs to change is not working yourself to death so that you get 10,000. It's getting really clear on why you aren't putting yourself out there, changing that habit so that you can more naturally bring in the kind of income that you want to be bringing in for yourself. The same thing goes for any kind of goal. There's a reason that you aren't meeting these goals. And that usually comes down to something that you're doing in your life that is countering that goal that you want to achieve. So my recommendation for you is to look at the goals that you're having a difficult time meeting, get really clear about what habit you need to either form or break to make that come to fruition. And the way that we build or break a habit is just a bit of consistency every single day for 30 days, showing up for yourself regularly to show that, to just build that new muscle. And that's how I set up journey books, which is my day planner service is completely set up for each month to be dedicated to a different area of personal growth, because I have seen so much success personally and with my clients on just honing in, getting clear on right now, this is our priority. We're going to put a lot of attention into building or breaking this habit so that we can more likely reach our goals. So that's number two is Think about what habit is preventing you from following through and deal with that before working on the goal itself. Number three is to show up for yourself consistently. And what I'm talking about is checking in with yourself on a regular basis and having a daily routine that supports your desire to pursue your goals. So let's talk about daily routines first. I don't care what your daily routine is. It doesn't need to be extensive. It doesn't need to be glamorous. It doesn't need to be anything special, but just some form of consistency in your day-to-day, whether that is simple as just writing every morning or as complex as drinking warm lemon water, stretching, writing, all before you start your day. I don't even care if it's a morning routine. If you just do one thing every day that is the same, to allow yourself to create a space where you know you can trust yourself to show up every single day. The second thing is personal check-ins. I do personal check-ins quite frequently. So personally, I check in with myself every single Friday before I close my work week. So every Friday I check in and I just make sure I have everything laid out for the next week. That way I can enter into the weekend fully prepared and at ease. On Sunday, I do a personal check-in just with myself and my personal life. I 
set intentions for the week ahead. I do my grocery list. I touch in with like, what does my household need? What do I need personally? How can I take care of myself today and this week? But to go even deeper, I check in really intensely every month. At the beginning of every month, I get really close to myself and I ask myself, like, what's working right now? What's not working? What needs to change in the month coming forward? What are my priorities for my business? What are my priorities financially? And then I also do an even more intensive quarterly and yearly. And I've talked about quarterly check-ins before, but um, let's focus on monthly check-ins right now. So in your monthly check-in, what I want you to do is I want you to block off a chunk of time. Give yourself plenty of time to just be introspective, whether that's a Saturday morning or a weekday morning, whatever you need to do, just block off enough time to really just all that you have to do is focus on what you want to accomplish that month. So what I have actually done for you is I've laid out my monthly check-in questions in a PDF format that you can download on my website. So the way that you can access that is sarahjanecase.com slash check-in with no dash. Um, And you can download my questions there and see how those work for you. But do whatever you need to do to get clear on how the last month went and what you want the next month to look like so that you can enter into every single month with a plan. And then I want you to look at your goals and put in things in that monthly check-in from your larger goals. So say that you want to make $10,000 this, you know, the last month of the quarter, then you will want to say, what do I need to do this month to contribute to that goal? And so that might mean you want to write a newsletter that offers up a service that you know your audience needs. Maybe that is you need to figure out what skills you have that could bring in income for you, those kind of things. So check in with yourself on a regular basis, show up for yourself every single day, and remind yourself that you can be trusted to show up for the things you want consistently. Number four, be okay with the fact that sometimes you are not going to meet these goals. Um, or sometimes just not in the way that you planned. When we write our goals, we have grand vision. We have great ideas and we can often create a long list of goals that we find out later we didn't really want to achieve in the long run or our circumstances change. And so that goal changes. And a lot of people, we start to feel like quitters, right? We start to feel like we can never follow through. We can't trust ourselves. We're not capable of doing the things we want to do. When the truth is, maybe we just don't want to do that anymore. And that answer is perfectly fine. So be okay with the fact that sometimes you're going to fall short. And sometimes that's a choice. And sometimes that's a circumstantial thing. But either way, it's totally normal and it's totally fine. And you should not let that prevent you from asking for more from yourself and from the world in the future, because you are just like everyone else. Everyone falls short of their goals sometimes, and everyone meets their goals sometimes. It's no, there's no 100% guarantee that you will follow through with everything you ever set out to do for yourself. And if you do do that, you're setting your goals far too low. Okay. So the next one is break them down into tiny digestible pieces. This is the number one trick to meeting your goals. If you set a goal to write a book and you write that on your goal list and then you go to move on from there, 
it is more likely than not that you will not write that book. What I want you to do instead is to say, I will write for an hour every single week. Make it really digestible. Make it teeny, teeny, tiny so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what your next step is in that larger goal. Because otherwise you're going to look at this goal. It's going to be way too lofty. You're going to feel really overwhelmed by it. And you're just going to put it off and put it off and put it off. But instead do one tiny step at a time and you will find yourself following through way more often than not. And I suggest on a practical level, making that six steps or more to any goal and making that first step teeny, 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 tiny. So the next one is how I suggest you deal with fear. (laughs) So one of the other things that prevents us from following through with our goals is the fear of what happens if we fail or the fear of what happens if we succeed. And so when I talk to people about dealing with fear, what we talk about is running that fear to the end of its rope. So you say your goal is to quit your job and you're finding yourself really teetering on whether you're going to follow through with that or not because you're so scared of failing. What I suggest you do is you let that fear run its course. So, okay, if I quit my job and it does not work out and I fail, then I can't pay my bills. And if I can't pay my bills, then I will be homeless. And if I'm homeless, then everyone will leave me and I'll be alone. So then I'll be lonely and homeless and then I'll be on the street And I will die in a gutter alone on the street. Worst case scenario. And now for most of us, there's some thing in between, right? So you quit your job. You fail. You can't pay your bills. Typically for most people, right? There's something that can happen in there. Either you can take out a loan, you can borrow money, or you can just get a new job. For most people, you're going to get another job and you're going to find yourself right back where you are now before you even started. So why not try? Because if you try, at least in that case, you might succeed. So what you're really scared of is just the need to admit that you might not have been right. And that's something that you can handle. The other thing is the fear of success. This is the one that most people don't like to talk about because it feels really silly and it feels kind of privileged because, well, it is kind of privileged, but what it still keeps you from getting the things you want to do. And so I do feel like it's important that we talk about it. So when you're scared of success, oftentimes you're scared of the way it will change your life. And so letting that run its course as well. If this succeeds, then, okay, Actually, I'm going to give you a real-life example of this because that's what we do over here. We're vulnerable. So a real-life example for me is journey books. I love journey books. I love creating them. I love talking to you about them. I am freaking out about getting to use one myself. It is something that is just lighting me up from my toes. But here's the thing. I'm a little bit scared of what's going to happen when it becomes successful. Right now, it's totally manageable. The numbers are, like, it's paying for itself. I'm profiting a little bit, but it's not wildly successful yet. I mean, it's it's not even hit the first month yet. I want to have 
a thousand people. I want to have an infinite amount of people on journey books because it's so scalable. And I think it's so helpful to everybody, but I, the way my systems are set up now, it would be an insane amount of work for just me. So when journey books gets bigger, then I'm going to have to hire. I'm going to have to figure out new systems. It's just going to mean a change for my work life. And I had to run that to its course. I had to say, what's the worst case scenario of this becoming wildly successful? And how do I set myself up now for that to exist? Because here's the thing of running that success story to its course is that you can set your business up from the very beginning to be more scalable than you would have if you didn't even think about it. So right now, the way Journey Books works is if you order, I go in, I manually type in your name and your email and your address into another database, and then that database prints my shipping labels, and then those shipping labels get printed at home. I cut them in half, and then I sort them out into each book. I wrap each book. I sign each book. I put them in, and I put the label on the thing, and I take them to the post office. That will change as it grows. Um, and so I know I want this to grow wildly. And so I'm constantly seeking ways to make it more efficient, more effective, faster. I have the number that I want to hire. As soon as I get to reach a certain number, then I hire someone to help me run this boat because, uh, I'm planning for that success. And so I had the choice. I could be frozen by the fear of that success, or I could choose to let that success set the tone for how I create the business now. So that is what I ended up choosing. I've chosen to prepare for the success so that I didn't get taken off guard, you know, so things didn't just fall to pieces as soon as we got to the point where I wanted us to be. That was a long-winded story, but you get the point. Let your fear of failure, let your fear of success run its course. Get to the end of it and prove to yourself that you're capable of handling whatever comes your way. Now, next, create a path of least resistance. Y'all, most of you who are creating goals are creating goals with like five tiny goals or five tiny obstacles in between where you are and where you want to be. So say you're someone who wants to exercise every day and you're not a morning person. You do not wake up early. You wake up 15 minutes before your alarm goes or after your alarm goes off and you rush and get ready and you get to work. If you set a goal that says that you're going to wake out, work out every single morning at five o'clock in the morning, what you have done is you've already created an obstacle for yourself. You've already created an additional goal that you needed to, you have to meet before you can even get to the workout goal. So instead prioritize, do you want to be a morning person or do you want to work out every day and just do one or the other? Don't put your workouts first. Don't do one thing you're already having a hard time doing at a time that you have a hard time doing it. Pick one and focus there for a while until it becomes a habit and you can put that on autopilot for a little bit and move on to the next step. So if you want to just work out, then work out in the afternoon. If you want to wake up early, just work, wake up early and work out when you can. But don't try and do them in tandem because then you're just not going to do anything and you're going to get down on yourself and it creates a shame cycle and nobody wants that. Okay. So the next one and the final one is you've got to change your story. 
So you need to stop calling yourself a quitter. So many people I talk to say, like, I'm so bad at following through with my goals. I set these New Year's resolutions and I don't follow through with them. Um, What I want you to do instead is to ask, why am I not following through? Answer that question. See what needs to be changed. And then try again. And tell yourself that you're someone who follows through, that you have choices, that you are someone who wants the best for your life, and that you do what you need to do to have that. And then show up for yourself on a consistent basis. It all works together to benefit you in the long run. So um, the list I have for you is in the show notes. You can go back and reference just the bullet points of this message. But it all comes down to show up for yourself on a regular basis know that you have choice, know that you don't just not follow through with your goals because you're not disciplined enough. You don't follow through with your goals because you have habits that need to be broken or created. And you are actually someone who follows through with your goals. You just need to create a breeding ground for yourself that works better than the one you've been working with so far. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you want to download that check-in, don't hesitate at all. You're more than welcome to. I'd love for you to have it. It's at sarahjanecase.com slash check-in. And I love having you here. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a few moments to leave a review in iTunes. That is the number one way to get this to more amazing listeners just like you. So happy goal setting, and I will see you next week.